Hello and welcome to Making Better Bites, a bite-sized podcast about all things family nutrition. I am your host, Adrienne, and today we will be discussing dessert at mealtime. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today we are going to be discussing dessert with your mealtime, like I said. Um, I hope you guys have all had an awesome week and are looking ahead to the weekend. I know for myself, we're loving the fall weather, loving the fall recipes. I am having my family over this weekend for a bonfire, which is going to be so much fun. It will be our first fire, I believe, at our new house, first one of the fall season. And yeah, I've been really into following... um, Her name is Half-Baked Harvest on Instagram, and she also has a blog, and she just posts the most beautiful pictures of food on her page and, like, takes awesome, like, just her editing is incredible, and her recipes so far have mostly been really delicious, Um, and so I just love to find a new person to follow when it comes to recipes. I kind of get hooked on one person for a little while and then I'm really into it and listen to it a lot. So, or make those recipes a lot. I I also love Molly Ye. Her last name is spelled Y-E-H. She's on the Food Network and everything she does is so cozy and so Midwest and I just love watching her too on Food Network, but I haven't watched that in a while. So right now, like I said, I'm into Half-Baked Harvest and Um, this weekend for our cookout, I'm going to make cider braised short ribs and it just sounds like it's going to be incredible. And, um, I'm also thinking about doing like apple dumplings or something like that. I'm not a huge apple dessert person, but we went to the orchard this week and I have a bunch of apples. So, you know, my family loves apple desserts. So I figured I should make something like that. And it seems easier to do than a pie, like less effort. So I will give that a try as well. And then the other thing I'm excited about is I recently bought some um, fresh whole chickens from a farm in the area and I'm getting those soon and I am excited to just start cooking chicken, like whole chickens and things. Um, A couple years ago, I got a cookbook from my mom, well, that I'd asked for for Christmas and it's called A Bird in the Hand, I'm pretty sure. And it just has so many beautiful chicken recipes like roasted chicken, like very fall, warm, comforting foods. So I think I'm going to get that book out too. So yeah, just lots of exciting recipe things with the change of the season, the change of like ingredients that are fresh, and I'm really looking forward to it. So that's pretty much all my updates personally. Um, I I think we will go ahead and just jump on into the topic, um, what to do about desserts and how to serve them like with a meal as opposed to always having them be after or viewed as like a reward. So I'm guessing this isn't the first time most of you have heard of this concept, but I would also venture to guess most of you didn't grow up with this rule of having like desserts with your meals. In my mind, the traditional view of dessert is you get it when you've eaten enough and it comes following dinner at some point. Um, Personally, my parents were never overly strict with this rule for us, but I know that some people really are um, very strict about you have to eat certain amount of food or have certain number of bites or even like the concept of like the clean plate club and how that works. So every family is just different. Obviously, everybody grew up differently. 
But thankfully, I believe the narrative is starting to change a little bit. The more we have access to information and the more dietitians are readily available for people to talk to and to show examples of how to be more neutral about food and the importance and the psychological effects of wanting to remain as neutral as possible. Um, I think it's showing people that there are other ways that we can do things that are better for our children um, when it comes to their emotions, when it comes to eating, all sorts of things. So not that what anything we've done before was necessarily bad. Um, obviously, I think people had their good intentions always in the thought process. I don't think that these concepts came about from people wanting to be hateful or mean to their children. Obviously, that's not true in every instance, but we all only know what we have learned from our own personal experiences and lives. So it's like, I don't want to be shameful or like negative towards anyone who had like a specific upbringing or maybe does things differently than the way I'm going to talk about it currently in their homes. I just want to be open to people, um, you know, wanting who are wanting to be more open to learning new things and learning new approaches and doing things differently for their kids that might be better, um, better for the long term, even if they're just little tiny bite-sized changes that you can make. So I really want people to approach this as like, nobody is mad at you for what you have done in the past. You might not have known any different, might be specifically how you were raised. There's different struggles for everyone and different reasons why we behave the way we do, just like for kids. Um, I just want to share my knowledge and my information of what I understand to be better Um, You know, I want to talk, of course, as a dietitian, I truly want the best health and nutrition for every single person on this planet. But obviously, that is not always plausible and not always something that people can do. So I just like to share my information for anyone who wants it and to do with it what you will. Maybe you don't like this idea at all and what you do for your family already works well enough. um, And that's perfectly fine. This is just what I want to recommend about offering your kids dessert at mealtime. Um, you know, regardless of how much they eat of other foods. So kids don't inherently know the difference between dessert foods and dinner foods if it's not something you talk about. So kids don't come out of the womb like understanding like this food is better and this food is worse for you, but it tastes better or whatever it is that we have in our minds about like desserts and sweets and things. Obviously, when your baby starts eating solid foods for the first time around six months old they talk about you know even offering like vegetables before you offer fruits but that's simply just because for um young palates and for everyone but especially for kids who are young um it's more palatable for them to eat sweet things you don't desire that bitter flavor Um, until you get older and some people never do but it's kind of like when you get older maybe you like dark chocolate you like to drink beer you like drier wines things like that Um, that kids would not like at all because it's like very bitter but we are born with um, you know certain reactions we have our protection for ourselves when it comes to like our ancestry of hunting and gathering and Um, wanting to avoid like poisons basically. So when you're young and you don't like train yourself to become accustomed to those more bitter foods, sweet food is going to be more palatable, but you don't automatically know a difference between these foods. Like, 
oh, I should only ask for desserts because that's going to be what's best or anything like that. You only learn that as people discuss it and make a big deal about these foods. So all of it's just food, really, and it all just provides us with different nutrients. But I think a lot of it comes from, like, wanting to share the specialness of, like, dessert and sweets and homemade baked goods or, like, food memories that you have around sweets. You make a big deal of it to kids um, when they really wouldn't necessarily know, like, a difference about it. But the more that adults and people around the kids make a big deal about these foods, the more the kids will start to make a big deal about them. We often have a way of just even asking about how these like desserts or sweets taste that makes them seem special. Like if you think about like when your kid is eating a meal and you don't ask them like a million times necessarily like, oh, does it taste good? Oh, did you really like that chicken? How are those Brussels sprouts? You know, but when someone offers them a sweet, they're like, oh, is that yummy? Is this so yummy? We're going to get this tasty food. And like, I don't know, there's just like a sing-songy sort of like special way that a lot of people I know talk about like when it's a dessert food. But Again, I think that comes from our own place of like feeling like we have to restrict these foods and there's something to like hold on a higher regard than all other foods. But really, that's just something that we have grown up with and then are placing on a whole nother generation of kids. So I just don't find that it's like necessary to draw so much attention to it. Why not just, you know, casually let kids eat food and learn with their own experiences how they feel about each of them? So I know that like whether this is a new concept to you offering the dessert on the plate at mealtime or not, whether you've heard of it or not, there's often a few questions that come up that I know um, people struggle with and then feel like maybe they can't even transition to this because of these questions that they have because they just don't understand like how the end goal will outweigh like the difficult times maybe in adjusting to doing this for their family. Um, So when it comes to offering dessert on the plate, having a cookie on the plate along with all the other food that you're serving for a meal or having the candy on the plate, whatever the dessert food might be. Um, People wonder, you know, what do you do when it's a special celebration, like a birthday party or holidays? Um, What about when you are going to be eating ice cream? Obviously, ice cream needs to be frozen and kept cold, so having it on a plate might not work as well. And then what do you do when they ask for more of the dessert? Um, Which are all really, really great questions that I completely understand why people are concerned about. So um, first, when it's a special celebration like a birthday or holidays and you're planning to have cake after the meal with everyone, because of course you're going to like blow out the candles and all of that. um, If you're waiting for that excitement, and especially if you're with other family, maybe Maybe in your immediate family, you have your child blow out the candles before dinner is served so that everybody can have a piece of cake with their birthday celebration, like with the birthday dinner at home or for holidays. You know, if it's not a big deal, it's just your immediate family or people who understand you can serve them still the dessert on their plate, of course. But when it's something that's like anticipatory and you know that it's going to be after the meal and there's nothing you can do about it, um, It's okay for your child to know that dessert is coming 
uh, what you should avoid is making them eat a certain amount of food in order to get desserts or place limitations on whether or not they'll be able to participate in the dessert that is coming after the meal. These instances are not often enough for it to affect your child's overall diet if they do happen to be overly excited for the cake or whatever it is following for the celebration and they hardly eat their meal, it's okay. The longer that you've kept like dessert, like a food neutral situation, the less likely they are to have all of this anticipation about it following the meal and like not be able to eat because they're holding out for dessert. But you know, kids are kids and sometimes they get excited about things and it's perfectly fine and nothing to stress over. Let them be excited. Let them anticipate it. And, you know, maybe after the celebration, after they have the cake later, if they're hungry, they might want to go back to their meal. And it's okay. Like I said, these instances are not often enough for it to affect your child's overall diet or eating habits. So just let them be in the moment and move on. Like, don't make a big deal about it. Um, Just like you don't want to make a big deal about it any other time. And then, of course, the next thing is going to be when you're having ice cream for dessert. So, like, there's a few options here that you can take or leave how you want. Um, But these are just kind of my ideas that can help. So, I think that the easiest thing maybe is just not announce the ice cream ahead of time. Um, Especially, like, whether or not you eat dessert every night. Um that kind of would play into like which one of these you choose, like whether your kid always has like a dessert on their plate. But of course, dessert can be anything from like three M&Ms to like a slice of cake or a scoop of ice cream. Um, It's not going to be the same thing every night. So it's not a big deal if you do have it every night, you can still do it this way. Um, I think it does work best for people who don't offer it every single night or every single dinner or whatever. But Whether you're going out for ice cream or having it at home, you can simply wait for the meal to be over and then offer it like, oh, we have ice cream in the freezer. Would anybody like a scoop? Or, hey, I was thinking about going out for ice cream now that dinner's over. um, Is anybody interested in getting in the car and going with me? Like that kind of thing. And of course, like I'm sure like excitement will erupt and everybody will want ice cream. At least that's how my life would go because I love ice cream. Um. But that's just like a more neutral way to go about it. And then other option is if it is known to the whole family, like we're going to be having ice cream, then you can serve it with the meal. You can always just put it in like a little bowl on the side of their plate and have that that scoop of ice cream with the meal if that's how you would like to approach it. Or if the whole family knows you're having it, then just approach it the same way you would if everybody knew you were having a celebration and dessert was to follow the meal, not putting pressure on anybody to have a certain amount of food or certain number of bites, of course, encouraging them with different ways of getting them to like have their meal still, but not putting a bunch of pressure on it because it's okay. And then finally, what do you do when they want to eat more? So this is where it can get tricky because people are going to have different opinions on like 
what works for their household really like everything but especially on this one i know i've heard like originally ellen satter who came up with like the division of responsibility that a lot of this is based on she said that like dessert foods are pretty much something you only get one serving of but some people find that it works better for their family that they allow their children to have more if they want so you just kind of decide what's best for your family and go with it um, but for some there's not going to be seconds of dessert and you can simply just say that we've had enough of that food for today we can have some again tomorrow but i'm really glad you enjoyed it maybe try eating another bite of this on your plate or whatever the case may be something along those lines um i have examples of this like how to tell kids like that they can't have more of something for given situations on my Instagram, which I will list in the show notes. If you want to find me at betterbytes underscore RDN, you can just search Better Bites on Instagram and find more information on that specifically, like how to talk to kids about like whether or not they're going to have more of a food. But basically you tell them that they're not going to have more or you can allow them to have more that's really the other option um so this means even if it's the only food they've eaten so far you can give them a little bit more of a cookie you can give them you know a little bit more candy whatever the case may be i know if your kids are older and this is a new concept that you're introducing it might feel really overwhelming for you and it might result in a lot more sweets eaten at first but I promise you that if you ride it out, they will stop caring as much. It won't become so much of a focal point. Um, and I think the same goes for adults when they stop restricting. There might be a time period that there is more consumption of these like forbidden foods, you might say. Um, but eventually your body stops craving it because you stop obsessing over it because you allow yourself to have it in your life. So the same is going to go for children when you stop like restricting these foods and making such a big deal about them. They will stop making such a big deal about them and it might take some time for it to mellow out, but it's okay. Stick with it because I promise their concept of food going forward is going to be so much better that it will be totally worth it to you that you can have these very neutral discussions around food and neutral food experiences whether at home or out to eat there won't be as much fighting over like trying to get your child to eat something and you won't feel as much as that battle like whether or not you're going to offer them dessert and um, if it's going to be reliant on their behavior because personally I believe like behaviors that you don't want children to do or that they're not supposed to be doing should have consequences that match up with whatever that behavior may be and we never want that to be surrounding food whether it's a reward or something being taken away there's not something that your child's going to do that should prevent them from having a meal because that just prevents like food scarcity and can develop um, disordered eating in the future not to be dramatic but eating is a dramatic thing if you put a lot of pressure and stress around it so that's kind of where i'm coming from with all of this i just want you guys to have a really healthy natural um approach to food and a food environment in your family and i hope that this has really helped you to kind of see the concept overall and maybe think over whether or not this is something you want to do for your family and hopefully i worked out a few of the kinks and bumps that might come up along the way if you have any other questions, you can always email me, find me on my website or on social media. And I hope this has helped you guys all to be able to make better bites. Have a great day.